Dan Wood, and this is the Eagles 2-Minute Drill Podcast, and we're coming at you after an Eagles win over the Buffalo Bills 23-20. to This is a good win. Um, it's not, you know, it's not as earth-shattering as the win against the Patriots last week, but hey, still had fun. The Eagles, they, there were some touchy moments, but they were never really out of the game at any time, and they felt like they were in control most of the game. So, to talk about this game, I'm going to go ahead and blow all three of my timeouts right now. You know how sometimes the coaches will go up to the refs and... Say, hey, when that play clock gets to one second, call a timeout. I'm getting, that's what I'm doing now. So I'm going to start by throwing a little shade towards the Buffalo Bills, starting with Shady McCoy and his return to Philly. Ah, uh, Shady. You know, I respected him a lot as a player, but you, you caught the stuff about him throwing people off a party bus and the bad tips. and He, he wasn't a guy you, you really got behind as an all-around player. And he, he kind of showed some of those reasons tonight with this game. With the pregame stuff, uh, I mean, he did go up to Jeff Lurie and shake his hand and talk to some of the Eagle staff, but you know, it wanted nothing to do with Chip, wanted nothing to do with his former teammates, which is kind of fun pregame. I, I can't fault him too much for that. But then at the end of the game, uh, him walking off like before the whistles finally called and um, not talking to any of the players or the coaches and then throwing his helmet in a tantrum, uh, kid, guy needs to grow up, and uh, someone was saying Jamal Jackson was saying he's kind of like that uh, annoying little brother in the locker room. Um, I know the guy's got talent, but at some point, if you want to be like a really elite player that people look up to and respect, you, you need to cut that crap out and and know you're better than that. McCoy finished with 74 yards on 20 carries for an average of 3.7 yards per carry and 35 yards receiving. So. Big props to the Eagles' D for holding Shady under 100 yards. Didn't look like that was going to happen at halftime. In the second half, they really clamped down on him. And then I also wanted to bring up the um, the Buffalo Bills' offensive line and a lot of trash talking they kind of did this week about how they were so good against J.J. Watt, how they took J.J. Watt in the game, they're going to do the same to Fletcher Cox. Well, Cox destroyed him this week. Not only did they have a sack of Tyrod Taylor, but he was also in that backfield constantly and made some pretty good plays to bring McCoy down. So, moving on, we're going to talk about some BS calls by the ref. And in my notes here, it starts with that interception um, of Sam Bradford to Brent Selleck. And look, heck of a play by the uh, Bills defensive back. But the ball obviously hit the ground. And in my notes, right after I put BS interception call by the refs, now I'm furious. Um, If you're going to give that um that Cooper catch early in the game and say that was incomplete. How is that interception not incomplete? Again, hell of a play by the defensive back. Um and that interception's totally not on Sam, but it it was furious and you could see it with the Eagles. They came out furious afterwards, which was great. Um but still. And then I've I'm already seeing some whining and moaning on Twitter from the Bills players about uh, the penalties and the refs, and uh, the Eagles didn't really win. The Bills beat themselves with penalties. Yeah, did the Eagles get a boost on penalties? Yeah, absolutely. But there probably should have been more. Did you see some of those holdings by the offensive line? And I might be wrong here. I'm honestly not sure of the rule. But is it okay for an offensive lineman to sit on a defensive lineman? There was one play in particular where Vinnie Curry was coming around and the offensive lineman threw him to the ground and just laid on top of him. How is that not holding? And if it's not holding by the rules, then why why don't they change that? Anyway, enough um, whining from me. We're going to talk about some good things here. I'm going to start with Ed Reynolds. 
uh, with a game-winning interception. I, good for him. Fifth-round pick out Stanford. Um, he got burned. He got burned bad by that touchdown, Sammy Watkins, early on. But they, he came out. He got the pick, and you know, kind of forgot about that. Uh, and the pressure up front for that really set up for a bad throw by Tyrod Taylor. And it wasn't a terrible throw. He just overthrew him. But the defensive front was doing that all night when they were getting in his face, maybe not getting the sack, but they were forcing him into bad throws. There's a great image out there on uh, Twitter. It was by a photographer from the Associated Press where Reynolds is running down the sideline and the entire Eagle sideline is screaming for him to get down. You got Chip and Corey Unlin like, just screaming and pointing at the ground. You can find it. Uh, check it out. It's a great picture. Uh, looking at Sam Bradford, he played a, he played a solid game. Uh, he really only had the one bad play. That was him running backwards and losing 15 yards uh, before the two-minute drill. I don't know if he was thinking like not to throw it to keep the clock running, but that's, I don't hate that. But if if he does that without running 15 yards backwards, I don't hate it. But you, you put him in a bad position there. Luckily, Donnie Jones had one hell of a game and bailed him out of that. He averaged 50.4 yards... Uh, per punt, which was great. And then he, uh, in doing so, set up that muff punt where Sammy Watt, I'm sorry, not Sammy, <laughs> Jalen Watkins hits the returner and uh, jars it loose, which is fantastic. And then uh, Brian Brayman scoops up and sets him up for a touchdown later on. Uh, also of note, Zach Ertz, he had that great catch and run, and that was set him up for the game-winning field goal. It's nice to see that out of Ertz. And Eric Rowe on Sammy Watkins. What can you say? Kid played great. Uh, Sammy was in their uh, in their face early on, but he the rest of the game he kind of they took him out of it, which is awesome. And uh, I want to give a heads up to Chip when uh, Cooper went out of bounds. Um, I think before the half, and the clock almost kept going because of bad officiating, not knowing what to do. It's a smart move by Chip. They mentioned on the TV about getting the offense out there while the officials were discussing to get ready to clock it because they were almost out of time. And that's just heads up. It's something you wouldn't necessarily see from Chip in his first year. And he's a sign that he's learning the little things about the game. So um, just a few other miscellaneous notes. Uh, Josh Huff returned to the game after his scary injury, which is great. And uh, for the game next week, if you haven't heard, the Arizona Cardinals have been flexed to 8.30 on Sunday. So change your calendars accordingly. Overall, it's a great game. Um, it doesn't wrap anything up for the Eagles in terms of playoffs, but it's definitely going to give them some room to work with. They're still tied for the Redskins. I was tied with the Redskins for first place, and it's looking like it's going to come down to that game uh, for the division, maybe against the Giants. The Giants have a tougher schedule, so we'll see how that plays out. But I'm pretty sure the Eagles are going to have to beat the Redskins uh, to clinch that playoff scenario. We'll break down some of those scenarios later this week and other key points from the game. But for now, I'm just going to enjoy another great Eagles win as we're on a two-game win streak and still in first place. And uh, with that, this is the Eagles Summit Drill Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Wood.